Welcome to this special clinical investigator think tank on management of hepatocellular carcinoma. This is medical oncologist Dr. Neil Love. We gathered an interdisciplinary faculty to debate and discuss some of the key new research data sets that have been presented or published in the last year. In order to create an education environment focused on practical clinical implications, we asked the panel, which included specialized liver surgeons, interventional radiologists, hepatologists, and medical oncologists, to present real but de-identified cases from their practices to highlight how this information applies to patient care. This highlights program is, in essence, a series of mini-tumor panel discussions as a platform for debate and controversy. We begin with three patients who perhaps represent the management spectrum of HCC. First, a case from Dr. Michael Chody, in whom surgical cure was attempted. Then, the more common, unfortunate situation of a patient of Dr. Melanie Thomas with advanced disease. And finally, a case from Dr. Richard Finn, a patient who received local palliative therapy with TACE, or transarterial chemoembolization. Dr. Chody begins with a presentation of a case reflecting the more encouraging end of the clinical spectrum, a previously healthy woman with no prior or current history of hepatic disease. 54-year-old woman, excellent health, presented with a greater than six-month history of right upper quadrant pain. So she gets worked up and she has a liver mass. She has no history of liver disease, no other symptoms, no history of oral contraceptives. AFP level is almost 8,000. Otherwise, her liver function tests are normal and her hepatitis B and C studies are negative. So non-serotic, well-circumscribed tumor, tricky locations extending into the left. We did volumetrics on the fairly large, normal-appearing left hemi-liver, and volumetrics suggest that this is actually sufficient volume, and there are strategies of in cases where the remnant volume is small to do portal vein embolization of the right side, but a solitary tumor. What did her portal venous system look like? The right, there was no portal vein thrombus, intravascular thrombus, but the right portal vein was compressed, collapsed. The left was open. Are the hepatic veins okay? Yes, they are. I just want to kind of go around the table and see what you all think. I'll start with Dr. Gamblin. We would be thinking about liver resection for her. She has a normal-looking left lobe. The volume is adequate. We would have done that as well with CT volumetrics. One could get a biopsy of the left side of her liver if you're worried, if you thought at all that she had cirrhosis, but we would certainly consider resection for her. That's her best chance to prolong her survival. Dr. Tholova. I agree with you. This patient doesn't appear to have cirrhosis, at least on imaging. Would you do biopsy of the left lobe? I think if there is any concern, for instance, if the platelets are a bit on the low side or spleen is slightly enlarged, or they have underlying cause for liver disease, if I'm not sure, I might biopsy the left lobe. In this case, there is nothing to indicate she has liver disease except elevated liver enzymes. What would you tell her, Dr. Chetty, about the projected operative morbidity and mortality? I think in a non-serotic, liver resection has a 1% mortality. The problem is the anatomically this tumor is located near the hepatic veins adjacent to the vena cava. This is going to be a difficult resection, close margin, so the morbidity goes up. 
One other point, by the way, about the health of the liver. Another tactic we use to predict the severity of cirrhosis is the, as it was mentioned, I think, before, was sometimes the use of portal vein embolization. Gives you a functional assessment of Functional assessment. So, again, portal vein embolization is a technique that can be done by the interventional radiologist to occlude the ipsilateral portal vein to elicit atrophy in the side you're going to remove and compensatory contralateral hypertrophy of the side that remains. And we do that in non-serotic patients in which the calculated remnant volume is low, less than 30 or 20 percent. In serotic patients, known serotic, we like that remnant volume to be at least 40 percent. But one study by Jacques Belgetti showed that if you look at portal vein embolization in the serotic versus the non-serotic that in the non-serotic, the livers grow considerably more than in the serotic, but the benefit of preoperative portal vein embolization is better in those that have cirrhosis. Why? Because you don't operate on the ones that don't hypertrophy. So as Melanie said, we can kind of use portal vein embolization as a provocative preoperative test to see if the volume grows, that liver ain't very bad, if you will. So to my non-hepato-oncologist eyes, that looked like a pretty big, nasty tumor, and you're saying take it out, no problem? Well, I think it becomes an anatomic, I think, more are you than concerned about? Yeah, that's concerned what I'm saying. So you're concerned about doing surgery in her. Dr. Thomas isn't, are you? Because of the anatomy, the location? Well, I think the question is, that's why we bring up the case, is it resectable? I think this patient is potentially resectable. What about shrinking it down? Well, I think that is a potential option, and we were chatting yeah. about this. If we thought we could elicit a resist response, then that would likely improve the ability to get a negative margin. To just necrose the thing and not change its diameter, it's unclear whether that is improving oncologically or improving the R0 resection rate. So it's not clear whether a preoperative, either systemic, regional, therapy would benefit this patient. So just to clarify, because you're actually going to help us with another project. We're doing a huge project this year on patients with hepatic-only METs and the issue of local therapy. And there we see that there are patients that, quote, are not resectable, that become resectable with systemic therapy. My understanding is like they pull back from critical structures. Mm -hmm. Now, is that what you'd be looking for here? And you can do it. Right. I mean, that's, you hear that a lot with colon, colon cancer, with liver mets, but what about HCC? Well, and I wanted to ask, Mel, here I have the choice, systemic therapy. The issue then, if that's the goal, then would you be more inclined to go with systemic cytotoxic in this select situation, or would you be more inclined to go with biologic? Why target? would you go with cytotoxic? Oh, okay. so they shrink tumors? But I would, yeah, in a very ahead. small, so this is actually a great case for a lot of reasons. So in our institution, we would kick around... I might actually have them try to do tasinists a little bit big, but they might definitely be able to get some shrinkage to help out the surgeon. But I actually would consider PF in this lady, which is very tough chemotherapy. It's mostly, for the most part, been sort of debunked. So it's platinum interferon, adriamycin, 5-FU. There's a small subset of patients in a, it was not really a phase three, but it was a randomized study in China, a small subset that got significant response, and there were several who were rendered, it was somewhat less than 10%, it was about 8 or 9% of the patients were rendered resectable, and some of them actually had path CRs in that tumor. And the patients who fit that profile were women and normal livers, which is what this, there were some men, they were not all women, we have no idea why it's women versus men, but 
this is someone, and, and I have a case which is much bigger than this, not as well circumscribed. So I would try two cycles of PF or modified, very modified, and you're going to know fairly soon with that. You're either going to get nothing or you can get very significant shrinkage. So what happened? I thought she was resectable. We actually enrolled her in a trial of neoadjuvant, if you will, interarterial therapy, and got this was one of the first patients that got the drug-eluting bead. Microspheres, yeah. So Microsphere. you treat her? Mm-hmm. What happened? And what happened was radiologically the lesion did not change at all in size. But on MR studies, it suggested that there was significant necrosis. And then what? Well, so one could argue, did that help at all? And in some cases, it actually can make the operation more difficult because yeah. there's adhesion You're anastomosing to the... necrotic areas, aren't you? No anastomosis here, though. No, just it's a right... It's just a, just yeah. a clean just liver a slice. So it's just, just a, a slice, yeah. right lobe out, no anastomosis. But yeah, you're right. In, but the other thing you do, too, I guess, is... You do allow her left lobe to declare the biology, too, to make certain she doesn't blossom So you're getting a twofer, such. essentially. Mm-hmm. So the there is yeah. some so, reasonable So you operated on her? Yeah, it was called margin negative, but one millimeter. So actually it was greater than 90% necrosis, but the controversy is really did it facilitate the operation? I still don't know the answer to that. How long is she post-operate now? She is more than a year. 